You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If I'm sick, yeah. sick, I'm Right, because home. the children. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because the last thing I need to do is give it to them and then have them give it right back to right. me. Right, nope. nope. Those little butts. The only thing <laughs> they like to share. Is germs. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Welcome. <laughs> What's up, theater geeks? <laughs> that was like the flattest welcome. That's because you don't feel well. It it's is. all right. I'm sorry. Not we even can't be can mega exponentially July 4th chipper every it's episode. True. You know, and we're just, humans. I'm so tired. Yeah. You know, I work a lot. Yeah. Seven this days week a week is rough. a lot. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The babies. Yeah. Just, you know, babies. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's teething and everyone's being selfish and jerky. <laughs> <laughs> and then the weekends are great because I love dogs. I think yeah. now don't tell Miles this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and don't tell my uh, my employer. <laughs> I like dogs better than babies. <laughs> yeah. I really I'm no with secret. you. So I do love going, which is why I do work seven days a week because I love going there yeah. and working with the dogs, but I'm just exhausted. And so like Saturdays are always just overbooked, like book, booked, 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 booked. And so, mm. I'm, you know, you're just like from start to finish, head down, grooming a dog in front of you. You just never know when it's going to end. So, and it's good because yeah. it's lucrative that way, right. but it's also just exhausting. Yeah. So I'm tired and I'm running down a little bit and I'm just kind of coasting to vacation. Wait, because that's when your uh, nephew graduates. Mm-hmm. Mine gra- so the, is that the last weekend? In yes, it? it's the weekend of Memorial Day. And then mine graduates the first weekend in June. So I just booked my hotel. Okay. So I need to book my train and plane. I think I'm going to take plane one way and a train the other way. Ooh like it i do you feel old <laughs> always that like our nephews are graduating um, high school and he and this is the oldest of the nephews so like this is the first one My, to yeah mine too same. yeah it's kind of nuts it just it's kind of nuts <laughs> i know yeah I, I mean i definitely remember when he was born yeah same. i wasn't old and but... i hadn't it had been such a long gap since i had seen him so i saw him again and December 2017 but it had been like because uh our father died in 2008 so it had been like nine years since I had seen him oh wow so he was massive and his father <laughs> my brother my big brother is like six five mm-hmm. so no I'm lying six five or six seven. Oh, okay wow <laughs> yeah I think he got my uncle Piana's jeans because my <laughs> uncle Piana is huge too he is six five <laughs> Um, and so I, like, I went there and I was like, holy geez, he was in elementary school the yeah. last time I had seen him. Yeah. 
It's crazy. It really is. Because I see my family basically once a year anymore. So, yeah, yeah. like, uh, it was right around, I think, and he's going to be so embarrassed if he ever listens to this. <laughs> it was right around when he was turning 14 that his voice was starting to change Aww. and he was getting a little peach fuzz. <laughs> and he's always been, always, a big, solid guy. Yeah. Even as a baby. So we knew that that was going to be the case. But, like, he's super tall and super beefy. He's he plays football Aww. like he's a big solid dude, <laughs> but I can't believe it. Like, I know. I, just can't. I look at him. I'm like, no. Where did my little holy go? <laughs> I know. So big, like bigger than you could yeah. just swallow you, and they give you a hug. He's it's so embarrassed so to give hugs too. Really? Like, get over here and give your aunt Pamela a hug. My mine gives hugs, but I, his 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 dad is super squishy. Like okay. my brother <laughs> is like squishier than like I'm not a terribly squishy person, but my brother's That's such true. a. That's true. You're not squishy. He's very squishy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. He's the one. Holden is the one when he was like. I don't know, like a year and a half, two years old. Mm. I used to do this thing with him where, and this was still when I was living in Bloomington, so I saw him mm. all the time. Mm-hmm. I would go, give me a kiss. And he would give me a kiss. And then I'd say, and another one, and another one, and another one, <laughs> and another one, and another one. And we would just go on and on and on until <laughs> we would just dissolve into, into giggles. Yeah. And then I remember Cute. the heartbreaking time where I say, <laughs> give me a kiss. Another one, another one. Aunt Pamela. Why I have to give you so many kisses? <laughs> How old was he when that happened? I, he must have been like three. Three? I'm that ended so fast. <laughs> and I was like, because I am your aunt and I love you and I want you to give me as many kisses as I need. <laughs> <laughs> there, I've got a great picture of him where we were. I taught him how to catch snowflakes. So both of us, I'm holding him in one arm and we're both lifting our heads to the skies and That's have mouths adorable. wide open with snowflakes. And, you know, it was, yeah, I just love this kid. Love him. So and I'm so cute. proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Time. I know. What were we talking about? Oh, uh, so intermission. Side. Yeah, so it's a mini sode. So this week, um, we're going to talk about some notable closings and openings. Um, and and, and uh, um, also just reiterate like last week's episode which was the women's cycle um so last week you guys listened to the the full episode um and that was the third installment of our uh, new works series and hopefully we'll have more um this season but that show if you live in the new york area if you don't live in the new york area but you're gonna visit that show is gonna be july 11th 12th and 14th at the Cell Theater in Chelsea, New York. And it's really an event, so when you first walk in, you'll um, be treated to an art installation, and then there's gonna be free desserts um, by Mm. a woman named Vanessa Sabalos, who owns a restaurant in Sunnyside, Queens, called Firefly. Um, And then you'll also have wine, will be provided by a group of um, lady wine purveyors and then there will be two staged readings with a 15 intermission in between the two. It's really going to be amazing. Um, come support women creatives. Come support um, women-owned businesses. Come support uh, women uh, artists. And um, have some good food and a lot of fun. And yes, please bring the men as well. <laughs> this is not only for women. Like We can't have... 
a real conversation, I feel, about um, gender dynamics and equality if we don't have both genders yes. at the table. So it is really important that men also uh, attend. So and bring, I think you'll really enjoy it, yeah, guys. It's, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So come. Um, <laughs> all right. So on that note, <laughs> I haven't told Pamela this yet. Uh, <laughs> um, so I am going to be in a magazine called Voyage ATL, and our podcast is going to be mentioned in the magazine. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> With our podcast photos. Is this an Atlanta-based magazine? It is, but they also feature people outside of um, the city. And because we do have listeners in Atlanta, yeah. they were like, okay. Like, so wow. that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so that should be out in uh, May, I believe. Cool. Um, so look out for that. Uh, and then let's get down to some shows that are happening, you guys. So some shows, some shows, some some shows. Title of show. <gasps> yes. Freaking love that show. When when we were trying to make this podcast, the number of times I listened to Die Vampire Die, <laughs> I can't even. They're just countless because we were struggling so hard <laughs> to get the sound to work. So like it was rough so hard it was really hard that was um a true test of our relationship <laughs> at the very at beginning the very beginning to see if it was even gonna be possible to work together yeah. because <laughs> we were just dealing with so many outside yeah. forces against us that it was literally like i don't know i don't know if this is even gonna work should we even do this anymore i hate this idea <laughs> <Yeah>. let's stop <laughs> and we did it and, and we here did. we are two years later <laughs> here we are yeah. um so yeah, so they had the 10th anniversary concert a couple of weeks ago, and I was able to go, and it was so much fun. Awesome. It was so much fun. Um, and then when they sing the last song, like, um, I'd rather be um, nine people's favorite thing than 100 people's ninth favorite thing. <laughs> and behind them, they showed, like, all of the productions that have happened all around the world, and people were, like, crying. Oh, cool. I mean, it was just so awesome. Um, and I've heard that some of the writers try to go to as many of the productions uh, of Title of Show as they can. But it was just so neat to actually see, like, Susan, Heidi, and all the characters, like, actually being played because I didn't see the original production when it was on Broadway a few years ago. And so um, I have become an obsessive fan, like, since. <laughs> and it's really because I feel like that show encapsulates the creative process so well sure. and all of, like, the mental gymnastics you have to go through in order to get the thing made. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just love it so much. Cool. So that was fun. I got to see Choir Boy before it closed. Oh, yeah. It was real good. Yeah. It's real good. <laughs> I loved Oh, it's so good. You guys. I'm sad it's closed. Yeah. It was so good. Was it a limited engagement? Um, no. No, it was not. So they were just not getting yeah, the seats. That's, that's too bad. It really is. Um, and it was funny because one one of the main characters, basically like the bully in the play, mm -hmm. I kept staring at this kid and I was like, why does he look so familiar? And it was because he um, was in Hamilton the last time I had seen it. Okay. So I was like, oh, that's why his face looks... But it's it's a gorgeous play because it's not just like a straight play. It's like a play with music and dancing. Yeah. And there's no... Um, 
when the boys sing, uh, it's always a cappella, and it's gorgeous. Oh, nice. So gorgeous. It was, oh, it was so good. I just. I wonder if they do a cast recording of that. Um, I hope so. That would be, is it original music, or is it all, uh, like, hymns and stuff? Um, some, some of it, yeah, it's like a mix of, like, hymns. I think there was, like, a boys to men song in okay. there. Um, but like the way the songs are used mm -hmm. are just perfect. It's yeah. it's like in musical theater when there's so much in your heart that you that the character can no longer speak, mm -hmm. so they have to sing. Is exactly the way that they used it in this cool. play. I loved it so much. That's really neat. Such a good show. Um, and then I saw White Noise. I won the first free preview at the Public Theater. Uh, <laughs> so what's that one about? I don't. So there, mm, <laughs> it's hard to like say too much because like mm -hmm. you don't want to give it sure. away. Like what's what's going to happen? What would I see if I saw a poster for it? I mean, the poster is just their faces. Okay, it doesn't it doesn't really tell you anything. Mm. Um, it is a play about race dynamics in America. Okay. And <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, and I so at the end, I was kind of struggling with it because I didn't understand as a black person, I didn't understand why the main character made the choice. And I was talking to one of my friends who had seen a show that was also open this season off Broadway that used a similar device. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, like, I think that it's actually what it's trying to do is just take away this facade that we have of, um, like, that, you know, and people say, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it, like, this just strips away the niceties and gets down to, like, the root. Yeah. And that, no, you actually still do have racism in your heart. Yeah. Um. And so I, are, I mean, this is deep seated, so deep. even if you don't, cause I know that there's, there's still probably stuff in my own head yeah. that is racist that I don't consider racist. I can't give you an example, obviously, right. but it's like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just, everything is so deep seated. It really is. It really is. And, and, um, that's why there's a lot of, um, workshops now, especially in, 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 corporate environments that are about um unconscious mm -hmm. bias yeah because people don't like like it's in there and you know people say dumb things like <laughs> i you know i'm not racist i have a black friend or i'm not racist but and i'm telling you i always remember dr phil said as soon as you say the word but yes. that means that forget everything else i just said that's comment. right yeah Forget everything else I just said. This is what I really mean. Right. And I totally think that is 100% true. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so all I'm going to say is go see White Noise. Cool. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Because it just got like a second or third extension. Nice. And so now it's like it's farther into May than it was before. Okay. Um, so those are the things I saw that were awesome. Mm -hmm. um, some things that are closing. Anastasia closed last week. Yeah. Kinky Boots and The Band's Visit closed today, which is April 7th. You guys are going to he hear this 
a couple of days later, mm-hmm. but April 7th, those two shows closed. Um, and then openings, Oklahoma, the revival. I did get to see it at St. Saint Wa- Saint Anne's Warehouse. <sighs> it's real good. <laughs> Great. And really um, smart and innovative. I still don't understand the ballet. <laughs> it's like, a dream. It, yeah. It's, I mean, that's all it is. Right. It's, it's a dream. It's, and your it's dream weird. just goes from one, you know, idea to the next without really any idea why. Right. It's her, Oklahoma is so rife with, um, well, it's so, to be honest, it, it really tells the Me Too story so, yeah. so well. Yeah. Because Lori who by all accounts is incredibly independent. Mm-hmm. She and her aunt live together and they work the farm together and they don't need no men, mm-hmm. but also they don't have any men. And, and at that time that was really unheard of. Right. Uh, so you have Curly who is a love interest, but Lori, even though she likes him, doesn't want to give up cer- certain freedoms and certain right. independence. Mm-hmm. And she wants it to be a romance on her terms. Yeah, that's but right. Then you've also got Joe, who is probably more the norm in that society than Curly was, who is a bully and a rapist Mm -hmm. and uh, won't take no for an answer. So you've got this woman who wants to be independent, but against a man like Judd really can't do anything to defend herself. Right. So then she has to form an alliance with Curly, which just, I mean, can you imagine having to make a decision to do something that ultimately you would have wanted to do anyway, Mm -hmm. but because you were forced to make the decision, the kind of antagonism between you and that partner would, would exist. Like I, or not antagonism, but more, um, um, Oh shoot. I can't think of the word right now, but uh, like a, like just a splinter gets in under there yeah. and you just, you live with it and you live with it until you just can't live with it anymore. It's just, uh, what am I thinking of? I mean, I guess antagonism. Yeah, I can't. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm sure There's people are yelling the word. I know what you I'm mean. I'm sorry. I'm really tired. I can't think when I'm tired. But that, I lo- all of Rodgers and Hammerstein's stuff is yeah, like so that. so good. Because on the surface, it's so flouncy and fun. Right, but and you've got all this you light, looked... bright music. But the themes underneath, and the theme, and these are every show they've ever written. It's true. The themes underlying those shows are so heady and so deep and so violent mm-hmm. sometimes, most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing that we are still doing them in high schools. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's great. It's great. And, the, yeah, yeah, this production really um, really highlights those things yeah. without, like, changing the dialogue. Awesome. Um, and I also love the fact that they have, um, they have a woman who is uh, physically disabled, and the way that they set 
the stage at St. Anne's Anne's Warehouse. I do not know how it's going to be or how it is because it's open now on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just like so smart how they did it. And it just works really well. And it also gives her, you know, range to be able to be wherever she needs to be at any time all over um, the the theater and so that it was just so great to see it there and then at intermission they gave everybody like cornbread and chili and it was That's just fun. like so sweet I, <laughs> I loved it I loved it um, so guys I'm, uh, there are plenty of tickets still I think please go see <laughs> Oklahoma if you were in town go see that revival it's great um, and then also King Lear with Glenda Jackson oh, oh. I want to see it so badly. Me too. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to, but oh, so bad. Um, yeah, that's that's over from London because she did that over there on the West End, and then um, it was sort of like people were sort of begging it to come here. So it it's here, awesome. it's here, and I don't think it's to be missed. And then what the Constitution means to me by Heidi Schreck, which was at New York Theater Workshop you know, just a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And then it's made its transfer to Broadway now. And um, it's sort of a one-woman show, not really, because she does have um, a young person that she debates with because it's the story sort of centered around the fact that when she was a high schooler, she went to a lot of debate competitions mm-hmm. and she would debate the Constitution a lot. Oh. Um, and so it's centered on, like, her relationship with the Constitution and sort of understanding, like, what it actually means for certain people groups now mm-hmm. that she's a grown up and and um knows and understands what's happening in the world around her more than she did when she was yeah. younger. So, I've heard it's wonderful. I did not get to see it off Broadway, so hopefully I will get to see it on Broadway. Um so that's it for notable openings and closings that we're going to talk about. I did want to talk about one other thing as for the last piece, but I went to see a movie screening of a very, very, very short uh, film. And by very, very short, I mean it was literally four minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> called Nevertheless, She Auditioned. Oh. And it's this four-minute uh, short film that was produced by um, uh, all women... Well, there was one guy, but everybody else was a woman. The director, <laughs> the woman who came up with the concept, everything. And um, it's it's just like this this woman is auditioning, but it starts out where the tables are turned. So there are three women that are um, the casting directors and the director and, and everything, and they're sitting there and they're auditioning men and saying to the men all of the things that women hear in auditions. Amazing. It was... I mean, everything that came out of their mouths, like all the women were laughing because it's things that <laughs> everyone has heard, yeah. you know? But it just sounds ridiculous when you're saying it to yes. a man, but for some reason it's okay, okay to say it to a woman. Yeah. 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 That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no, that really is very funny. Yeah. I, I was like, this is so smart. Um, and like really frustrating. So then at the end of the, the film, you realize what happened is in her head. Okay. And she's being auditioned, but they're saying all that dumb stuff to yeah. her. And I was just like, I, I'm not an actor, so I've never sat in on, on that end of the, I've never been in, on that <laughs> side of the audition room where I've been the one auditioning. Yeah. Like I haven't done that since like high school and college, but um, 
some of those things are said to women no matter where yeah. they are in life. Like, yeah. it's just a part of being female, which is really some BS. Yeah. <sighs> that for some reason, anyone who is anybody, stranger, foe, friend, yeah. whatever, can say what they want to about your body. <laughs> can say whatever they want whatever they want i mean it's just ridiculous it it, it, so you guys probably don't know but like pamela and i have have both lost uh some weight this year and in this process it has been so maddening because people feel like they are entitled to tell you how they felt about your body before or how they feel about it now i didn't ask you right I didn't tell you I was like, I, I, all I've, I did was lose the weight. Yeah. I yeah. was living my yeah. life, making my choices. The number of times I have been told by someone, wow, you look terrific. Don't lose any more weight though. And you're like, wow, don't say anything else. Or this is what, this is one that I really love. Oh my gosh. You've lost a ton of weight. And you're like, Wow. I mean, I don't think I've lost 200 pounds. I don't think I had 200 pounds to lose. You did not. Um, but thanks. Yeah, right? It's so, like, the wording the wording really does mean <laughs> something. But, no, you are absolutely right. It's and so in frustrating. Fact, one of those comments came to me in an audition. In <laughs> fact. And it was from a woman. Yeah. And, and I think we actually, as women, are sometimes even harder on each other than... I'm telling you, yeah. all of the comments I've heard since this process were all from women. Yeah. Because I said... I, I think take that back. That there I... were a couple of men in there. There were. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there well, definitely... I mean, yes. There but was, it's like mostly men in the women. Room, but the woman was the one who said anything. Yeah. And I, you know, I walked into the room. They hadn't seen me in for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And they went, whoa, Pamela, what have you been doing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, gosh, you know what? I'm, I've been really working on myself. I've lost about 50 pounds so far. Mm-hmm. That's all I had to say so far. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, honey, you got to stop. You got to stop where you are. You're, you, this is good. And it was so like, I mean, thank you. Um, but that's not really for you to say. No. <laughs> Does it make you feel better if I stop losing weight? Because it certainly doesn't make me feel better. And I'm the one that's doing it for myself. I'm not mm. doing it for anybody else. So it's, yeah, it's a very frustrating thing. Yeah. And, and that goes both ways. If I were to gain weight, Mm -hmm. I would probably have people going, Pamela, what's going on? Are you okay? No, that's happened. Is there something that's going on in your life right now? Because it looks like you're gaining weight and that's just not healthy. And it's like, we would literally never do this to other people. Because it's, it's just not safe. It's not healthy to lose so much. You're just like, shut up. Exactly. We would never, never. I've never done that to anyone. Uh -uh. You know what you say? (laughs) Oh my gosh, you look amazing. Yeah, that's it. Bye. Have Full a great stop. day. Full stop. <laughs> Exclamation point. That is all you need. I'm telling you. My friend is heavily pregnant right now and went to <laughs> and had um, visited Florida for her family. And then she came back and had a doctor's appointment. And the doctor or the nurse in the room said, waiter, and then said, Oh, someone ate well on vacation. And she told me that story and it was just like, no, you don't get to say that. No. You get to say, wow, you're glowing. 
That's I it. hope you had a great vacation. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Well, and really, honestly, I'm not asking for anything from you. I'm not no. asking for any comment at all. I'm doing it for myself. So if you notice, you don't have to say anything at all. And I'll be perfectly okay with that. <laughs> <sighs> it's, it's really been disappointing. <laughs> People are... Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even stuff like, <clears throat> you know, I'll hear... Oh, gosh. I, I saw someone's parent. And then that someone told me later that the parent said I looked very beautiful mm-hmm. and when am I going to get married? I Like, why? Oh, God, that's putting me on a whole nother thing. Right? Why is that? Why is right. getting married mean anything? Yeah. Or someone, that sees, <laughs> that's or someone like, that sees you and says, gosh, you're just so cute. Yeah. Why are you single? Yeah, this isn't. Well, gosh, let me think about it. I have a queen-size bed, and all that really fits in there is me and my two dogs. I don't need anybody else. I don't, I don't want anybody else. I, I am living my own life, and I'm making yeah, my own decisions, decisions yeah. and I like that. And Lord knows that if someone comes around the corner that is meant to be, that's fine. But I am not actively pursuing that because I don't want to. I, I don't understand, like, I, I don't know. These are things I just don't ever say to people. Right. So that's why I don't understand why they get said to me <laughs> or you. Like, that isn't... Well, it's like, this is what our small talk has, has turned into. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, do you have a husband? Do you yeah. have any children? Mm-hmm. And you're just, and, and if the answer is no to any of those, then it's just like, oh, why not? Well, wow, that's very personal. Are we still in nothing- the 50s? And like, like, that's what it feels like. And like, literally, that's why we're doing, Mm -hmm. that's why we're doing the women's cycle. Well, listen, if this was still the 1950s, 37 year old Pamela would have been written off a long time ago. Although I feel like in this culture, right, right. You're an old maid. Right. (laughs) And I'm okay with that. But like, I still hear like that stuff. I still hear from people. So I'm like, you guys. 21st century come on right get it together that's literally why we're doing this show because of that stuff yep (laughs) i'm so tired of it totally and we should be i'm hoping you're all taking notes this is what people feel (laughs) real normal average women living in today's society yeah i think we're known as exennials are we that's the first i heard of that Listen, we were the generation that didn't have a name. We were right. between Generation X and the Millennials. And the Millennials. But now they're calling us Xennials. Oh my goodness. But now I see I read somewhere though, now that we are considered millennials. Yeah. And I just don't think that's true. Because they just moved the date. They were like, oh the day everybody like, after eight nineteen eighty. The the date's <laughs> so weird because yeah. because I also heard it means like if you graduated in the two thousands. Oh well that's not me. Right. Like but the date like it's like no one really knows. Right. So they're just making things well, up. Yeah, totally. Um you know if you're <laughs> If you ever went to the bathroom in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever went to the bathroom in 1996. I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh. what it feels like. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Okay. 
Well, guys, <laughs> on that note. That was a very long intermission. It was a long intermission. Enjoy. Enjoy. I'll edit out the dog barking. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yes, and, uh, you know, the usual email us. Especially, especially, I want to say, since we just ended Women's History Month, mm. if you have any thoughts about stupid things people have said to you, you know, I'm serious. <laughs> tweet tweet at, at us. Yes. Cause I, I would love to Facebook. commiserate with you and yes. we, and send Pamela messages on Facebook. Hey, like listen, really you send us funny stories. We'll read them on the air. We absolutely if will. You want us to, but let us know. If yeah. You let us, us know. To. Cause I, and I live for that kind of stuff. It's so much fun. It is so much fun <laughs> because even though at the end of the day, it makes you want to cry in the moment. And you're, you're just, all you can do is laugh you're at You're laughing it. and you're like, but really? You said that yeah. out loud to yeah. a human. Oh. <laughs> uh, next week, by the way, uh, the week after this one airs, mm -hmm. we're going to have another full episode. So we're kind of getting back into the groove of things. Yeah. Thank you for bearing with us and for being patient. I know that our scheduling has been just slightly off and you don't always get an episode every week. But mm -hmm. thanks for hanging in there. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. Yes, we do. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot -E 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 org because only together we rise.